right. Hello, family. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about making home the haven. A little backstory on that title. I used that title back in 2015 when I wrote a blog post for my uh, website for elsacurt.com. And that was the title, Home is the Haven. And I loved it so much that here we are six years later after writing that post. And now I am writing a book with that title. It is the follow-up to Welcome to the Family. And this one will, of course, go deeper into the home life and making, you guessed it, home the haven. So it sounds nice, doesn't it? Like, doesn't that just sound so nice? Oh, we're going to make home the haven. Is it easy? Oh, hell no. At least, at least not at first. But the fact is, if you are married to or involved with a police officer, you already know that I am preaching to the choir. But if you are new to this lifestyle, which is who I tend to gear a lot of these things towards to help you uh, navigate and acclimate to this life. So I had written another blog post that was called Life Lessons I've Learned from Being a Police Wife. And uh, somebody asked me very simple but obvious question of um, the, the how, the how do we, how do we do this? How do we do what we do? So the answer is like multifaceted, but those facets are actually kind of simple. And I always say I am not an expert in anything other than my own experiences, my own observations and my own research. So it, it's a pretty solid base, but I still refuse to call myself an expert. And, uh, you know, I would never try and pass myself off as one. So this is just simply a peek inside our lives and how we do what we do. So I always say, like, if this resonates with you, then then great. If it doesn't, that's OK, too. But um, but this is like this is going to be the, the how we do, like how we do this, <laughs> this lifestyle. And I, I honestly like I'm not being cocky here, but I honestly think that this can work for, for you as well. And that is going in, of course, with the assumption that you are two people who are committed to making a life together. So I gave the disclaimer. We're, we're safe now that <laughs> you got the disclaimer. And so let's go on. Let's talk about building the foundation of a haven. One of the first things that we really have to do is accept the fact that we are different. I've said I've said this before many times. We are we're not better, we're not worse, we're just simply different. So my advice is to embrace it. You have to embrace it fully because it's just like the badge that they wear. We wear one as well except ours is invisible and you don't have to you don't have to flaunt it. You don't have to hide it, although technically these days your your spouse partner will probably want you to be a little selective and who knows, uh, you know, for obvious reasons, for safety reasons, we, we don't really have any identifiers on our vehicles or on our house or anything. It's just the way it is right now. The faster you accept the things that separate you from civilians, the faster you'll begin to see that you and your partner are a team. You're two warriors against the world. That's how we see it. That's how we that's how we envision ourselves. Is it a little extreme? I don't know. Maybe some people might think so. But I think if you adopt that us against the world mentality, it already sets you up as united, as a united force. And I think that's really, really powerful. Just just from like the obvious perspective that like when you know that your person is in your corner 100 percent, it's just so empowering and it makes you 
for, uh, you know, I'll speak for ourselves. It makes us very protective of each other. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a great thing. And, you know, obviously I'm not saying throw some war paint on your face and, and, you know, dig a bunker. (laughs) I just, I just mean you need to see each other as allies. Okay. This feels like a good moment to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I know how busy you are because I'm pretty busy too. So why not save yourself the trip to the grocery store and let Instacart deliver your groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with a personal shopper in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. You can shop all of your favorites in one single order. They're hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Instacart makes it easy for you by highlighting deals to help you save money. You can find everything you usually buy and get smart suggestions for new items. They pick the freshest produce and keep your eggs safe too. I know that this is a fact because I have been using Instacart for close to two years now, and I have never been dissatisfied. Check it out today in my show's notes, and you will get free delivery on your first order. All right, let's get back to the show. The next thing I would say as part of making Home the Haven is that you have to accept the ugly side of his or her profession. And now do I want to hear the gory details about any given awful thing, event, or scene, or anything like that? Absolutely not. I don't want to, I don't want to know most of this stuff, but here's the thing. Maybe he needs to talk about it. Maybe he needs to purge it so that he can compartmentalize it after. And I, you do have to make a little bit, I think you do have to make a little bit of a sacrifice there from protecting your peace to protecting his. And in turn, that will ultimately protect your peace as well. I, the not so nice way of saying that is basically suck it up, buttercup, <laughs> And sit down and listen. If he's choosing to talk about uh, work stuff, then uh, yo it to him and yourself and each other to to listen because he needs to. So they don't usually do that. So when they do, it means you need to listen. That doesn't mean that you have to fix the problem or solve the problem or erase it. You just have to listen. They just need your ears and your attention. And I I know it's really hard sometimes if they're describing something really terrible and traumatic, your instinct is to want to make everything better because, you know, I don't know, usually that's kind of what we do. We make things better. But uh, you can't. A lot of times you can't, but it is enough to know that you care and that you're listening. So that is massively important in building the foundation of a haven. And, you know, and I get asked a lot of times, well, what exactly do you, what do you say? What do you say when they come home and tell you that, you know, they couldn't revive uh, an infant or, you know, some gory details of a murder or a suicide? What you can say, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Is there anything I can do for you? And that's it. He'll let you know, or she'll let you know. But after that, you have to let it go and you have to let them take the lead, at least to some degree. Obviously, if you see some distressing signs that this is affecting them in a bigger way and not just something they need a little time to process, uh, then that's a different story, of course. But the reality here is, let's, you know, let's think about this. If he has some terrible thing that happened at work that he wants to share with you and you shut him down. You need to ask yourself, well, then who is he going to talk to? If it's not you, he's got to talk to somebody or he's expressing that he wants to talk to somebody. And if you're not the person, then who's it going to be? So if you're a team, you listen. 
and you and you take care of each other. And it's okay if you don't understand, if you can't comprehend why he feels a certain way or why things were done in a certain way. You need to trust his ability and his training that he did whatever it was that he needed to do in that time. And you may be needing to reassure him of that. So really pause before you respond to, I mean, gosh, to anything really. Taking that pause has saved a lot of fights over time and not taking the pause has caused a lot of fights over time between couples. So if you can't empathize, sympathize. The next thing I would say in building a strong foundation is to practice empathy as if it's your religion. And I'm like dead serious. Get out of your own head. Get out of your own thoughts and your own opinions and your feelings. And generally speaking, our egocentric nature blinds us to the needs of others. So putting him or her first will not minimize your value or undermine your emotions. However, it might just make you realize that the thing you're freaking out over is nothing compared to what happened to him at work. And don't worry, you're going to get your turned event. It's really not a competition. And again, and I always have to stress this when I say some of these things, because sometimes it can sound a little Stepford wifey. But what I'm saying here is this is for healthy relationships. If you have a volatile relationship, if you have an abusive relationship, if you have an overly competitive relationship, these are things that are probably going to be extremely difficult for you and maybe even even impossible if both of you aren't on the same page. And, and that's really the key right there. You both have to be on the same page, on the same level, there has to be that balance. So there, there's another disclaimer for you. This is not for toxic relationships. This is for healthy, strong relationships. So if you're not at that place and you want to get to that place, there's a lot more work that needs to be done. And I actually do address a lot of that in uh, Welcome to the Family. So yes, yeah, check that out in there and that will give you some tips and advice in that area. Some things to kind of think about, some things that we do in typical relationships, including LEOFs. So here's the thing. We tend to do a few things as women. We think maybe that they're mad at us and then we get mad at them and then we give them back the attitude that we think we are on the receiving end of. Instead, we're going to ask if he's okay. Ask him if it was a rough day. Ask him if he wants to talk. Ask him if he needs time to decompress before you talk. This is actually something that we have done in our household over the years in in one form or another. And we're going to take a break right now and be right back. Hey, family, today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's create something great together. Following the link in the show's notes, 
Let's Buzzsprout know that I sent you and you get a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and it helps support our show. Join Buzzsprout today and let's get your podcast launched. All right, let's get back to the show, which is to say when we know the other one has had a bad day or they're just acting off, they're not acting themselves, um, we'll say something to the effect of, do you want to talk? Do you want silence or do you want distraction? And um, then they get some really fair options. And then, of course, you have to follow through with whatever they said. If they said, I want silence, don't give it like 30 seconds and then say, OK, but I just want to know. <laughs> don't do that. That's not cool. So, you know, it's the empathy thing. It's the empathy thing. Take yourself out of your own head for a minute and your own uh, I don't know, whatever it is, insecurities or fears or worries or doubts or whatever. And take a minute and think about what's going on with them and why they might behave the way that they're behaving. Just as importantly, you should expect the same of them when the shoe is on the other foot. So just because your experiences are so different, you know, their their rough day compared to your rough day, or if you try to compare their rough day to your rough day, it could become that pissing contest that, you know, that we mentioned just because his rough day could have involved really horrific things in comparison to yours. It doesn't invalidate you or your rough day. Never make it a competition. Sometimes you're going to have to remind them that you guys are on the same team and tell them, ask me or tell me what you need from me. And if he's not good at the game of compassion, you're going to have to teach him. Just probably not right then because he's not going to be receptive or she, whoever. The Another thing you can do as part of building the foundation of home as the haven is to actually discuss making home the haven. All he really wants to know from you is that you've got his back, right? And, and that's kind of the biggest thing you need to know from him. So you have to tell him, you have to show him, and you have to mean it. You have to let them know that you're committed to making your life together, the home that you share, making it a place where you can get away from everyone and everything that is stressful and negative. That I mean, that's the core of making home the haven, really. I mean, in a nutshell, making home the haven does not mean having an immaculate house. It doesn't mean having the most expensive things or, a, you know, a dedicated game room. I mean, all those things are great if you have that or you want that or you're working towards it. That's all cool. But really, the core of making home the haven is when you shut that door, you're shutting the door on the rest of the world. And home is your safe place to be. And I think that is so, so valuable. Ruth, I guest I had on a previous show when we were talking about cop kids, we had a, a nice discussion about that. And we were in total agreement that making home that safe place for you know, especially you and your partner and your children, but uh, also people that come into your home. That feeling kind of just permeates everything, which is really, really cool. So that's kind of what that means at the core. Just like if everything in the outside world is ugly and wrong and depraved in his in his work world, that's a lot of times, I mean, that's what it is. When he walks through that door and gets the opportunity to let that fall away, I mean, that's nothing could be more amazing than that. And I would say the same for us as well. I know when I'm away from home, I can't wait to get back home. <laughs> I cannot get home fast enough. So, and that's because home is a haven. And again, it's not because my home is immaculate by any means. It just means that this is our, this is our safety zone and all the ugly stuff 
stays out there and it doesn't come in here. When you discuss with him making home the haven or however you want to phrase it, I mean, you phrase it any way you want, but this is just what we call it or what I call it. Ask him, what are the things, what would it mean to him to make home the haven? What does he need? Does he need a a man cave? Does he need a designated room? Does he need, um, you know, even down to decor, whatever the case, but talk about it. Talk about what you both envision as a perfect home life. And then you work towards it and then you build it. Then you make it happen. So, um, you know, all of this comes down to really when you're talking about making home the haven, you're you're literally making home like the greatest place to be. And uh, uh, once again, you notice that I'm saying this a lot. It doesn't mean a spotless house. <laughs> In a perfect world, and oh my God, I admire you if you're one of those people that can keep an absolutely immaculate house. I just, I bow down to you. You're incredible. Like realistic here, let's talk about just a a picked up, smelling good, warm, inviting home. (laughs) You know, I mean, in our house, we have three dogs. It's, you know, it's madness. It's chaos in here most of the time. It's not always sunshine and roses by any means. You know, I try, he tries, we do the best we can with it, and it's fine. It's the whole package. It's the, feeling. It's the vibe. It's the energy. Oh my God. It is totally the energy that everybody brings into the house. And you set an expectation of the type of energy that's allowed. I mean, I would even go so far. We don't do this, but I wouldn't, I would go so far as to even say, take a fight. If you're fighting, if you're arguing, take it out of the house, go somewhere else, go to the park, go to, I don't know, no yelling in a public place because that's going to get you in trouble. So don't do that. Don't take that advice to that extreme, please. But um, I don't know. He keep anything toxic and ugly as much as possible, as much as humanly possible. I mean, life is what it is, but keep it out of your home as much as possible. And and that is like the key right there. So there's actually no specific design. There's no specific decor or um, a blueprint to make home the haven. It is really whatever that means to you. And it's something that you create together and it's pretty magical. It really is. I, I, and I'm saying that from living it from, this is our experience. This is how we live our life. And our version of home is the Haven is, you know, we've got all our crazy dogs in the house. He's got his music room where he does, uh, well, he creates music. He's a drummer and plays all kinds of instruments in there. And that's his happy place. I have my studio where I do all my fun stuff and uh, we meet somewhere in between. You know, we sometimes we, we could be home all day like today. Today is a perfect example of that. We've been home for a good part of the afternoon. He is up doing some music stuff. I am down in the basement doing my stuff. And uh, in about another 15 minutes, I'm going to shut this guy down and go up there and check on him and see what he's got going on. And everybody's happy. Everybody's peaceful. So it doesn't mean like, uh, you know, again, that there's sunshine and flowers and rainbows spewing everywhere. It just means that this is a peaceful place for us to exist and not deal with the outside world. And it's really really nice. So that is my idea of making home the haven. And I would love to hear from you and hear about how you guys make home the haven in your family. And that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got some cool ideas out of this. As always, take care of yourself, take care of each other. And remember, together we thrive.
Hey, family, I am inviting you today to join me as a member of LET Unity. That is Law Enforcement Today Unity, where they are bridging the gap between civilians and civil servants. This site is amazing. It is being called the Netflix of the law enforcement community. Now, what do you get with membership? You get VIP service, which is events, promotions, and special services for members from America's most patriotic businesses. LET Unity gives back. They reinvest profits into telling the untold stories of emergency responders, vets, and patriots across America. And you get exclusive content, full-length episodes of some of the most patriotic content in America, unique shows, podcasts, and more. You'll get unlimited access to all stories, and you'll be part of an amazing community. Today, with my code BLUEFAMILY, you'll save 10% on membership. So join LET Unity today.